tuned in to Buffalo Bulls Radio. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold, presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, co-sponsored by Kegworks and A-Turf, brought to you in part by our team UB partners, New Era Cap, Nike, AdPro Sports, WGRZ Channel 2, Pepsi, Town BMW, and Comdoc. UB Football Insider is coming to you live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Here's UB head football coach Lance Leipold and assistant athletic director for communications, John Fuller. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning us in. UB Football Insider with head coach Lance Leipold, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill here on Millersport Highway. If you have time on your way home from work, please swing by and say hello. Say hello to Coach. We'd love to see you. Uh, coach, you know, coming off a tough loss last week against Ball State, but I thought a lot of positives, and it really seems like the team's starting to kind of figure it out. Uh, I thought especially offensively the Bulls made a lot of strides. Uh, had uh, season best 400, 470 yards of off total offense. And, and just to talk about just, you know, where, where the team is right now. Well, I think, you know, kind of what catches your eye in that game is that we're, we're I guess, finally able to, to generate some explosive plays. You, you could see a, a couple long runs. Jordan Johnson had at least one of 20. Um, probably, but the thing that stuck out the most was our ability to finally throw the ball down the field and make some plays. And once, what do you see? What you can do? You can eat up yards quickly. You gain confidence. You shorten fields and all that. And and that was a big part of it. Uh, and then again, uh, which has kind of been our nemesis in this thing is uh, there was a 12 play, three minute and 45 second portion of the game where we gave up almost 250 yards and three touchdowns and and you just can't have that uh, we we had our opportunities we we're ahead at half um had a chance the game gets tied you, you have a chance to take the lead again have a touchdown called back and you just can't overcome it yeah um i want to talk a lot about um the play of tyree jackson your quarterback he just continues to just get better and better each week and had his, he had his best game this past week uh, against Ball State, throwing for over 300 yards. I think it was 29 of 46, 306 yards. First freshman quarterback in, in uh, the Bulls' FBS era since 1999 to throw for over 300 yards in a game. And you can really tell, you know, he, he's really starting to kind of figure out this offense and, and, and figure out his role in this team. And, and he's just been he's been great. I mean, every time he's in there, you can just tell people are, start, are sitting up. They're, they're excited to watch him play and kind of talk mm -hmm. about where he is right now. Well, you know, I guess his his stature at his height and his size and you know being talked about for a long time since the time he signed with us everybody's kind of waiting and expecting big things and uh, you know puts a lot on on his uh, shoulders and um, he continues to make good decisions he's uh, you know we're not getting sacked um, knock on wood um, you know that that's some things are going well there and you can just see as he gains confidence, like with a lot of things, the game starts slowing down for him, and, and, he, and he buys time, but he doesn't panic. He doesn't force it. And those are things that are great signs for the future. Um, as we try to, you know, piece a 60-minute game together, um, like you're alluding to it, there's parts of this that, that are very encouraging. Unfortunately, it's not coming together quickly enough for us to, to make that happen on the scoreboard. Yeah, I thought especially with Tyree, you know, coming out of that Boston College game where he really, you know, the whole team kind of struggled offensively, but he, he really bounced back. In the past two weeks against Kent State and Ball State, he was combined 48 of 85 for 556 yards and four touchdowns. So, you know, I really think it's, you know, a testament to him and, 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 and you know, really how he's able to put kind of block, you know, 
the negatives and and, and bounce mm-hmm. back and and you know. He's done it, well. yeah. And I think what you're you know, referring to is he, he kind of flushes a play, he flushes a game, and kind of gets on to the next thing, and he without letting it kind of snowball on him and do some things. And for a young quarterback to be able to do that is is uh, very encouraging for us and our offense and its future. Um, but for our fans and for our really our team is that uh, you know it's it's a you know we're we're just impatient waiting for the whole thing to come together and and hopefully uh, that'll happen sooner than later. Yeah, another aspect I'm really encouraged about is um, is your turnovers right, right now. You know, against Albany, you know, we had four turnovers in that game. Uh, but in the, what, six games since then, five games since then, only three turnovers total uh, and never more than one in a game. So, you know, uh, and with all that youth on offense, that's got to be encouraging. Yeah, you know, the turnovers and the penalties in the first game were way too many for, for any game. Um, you know, and then especially when, you're playing an FCS opponent. You're hoping things can go your way. They're expected to go your way. They don't. But, you know, you look at, okay, you know, when, you, when you're evaluating yourself, okay, how are you getting better? What's getting better? Are you self-destructing? Are, you know, what are the things that are happening? And, uh, you know, the things that we'd really cut back on are penalties and turnovers, and those give you still give you a chance for success. Uh, Saturday, I think we had five penalties, which is the high since the first game, and that still isn't. I think you're right around, you know, league average. So you're you're, hand, you're, you're handling the ball. We created some turnovers finally, I, I think, for the first time in a while. So we win the turnover battle. We're, we're not shooting ourselves in the foot with penalties. And those are also very positives that we got to keep reminding our team as we as we work to get better. Yeah, you alluded to it earlier in the broadcast um, as we're speaking with head coach Lance Leipold. Um, how do you avoid um, giving up those big plays defensively? Because, I mean, I, I – because there's a lot of promise and there's a lot of positives on the defensive side of the ball. You see a lot of big plays. They forced three turnovers last week, but there's just a couple of those explosive plays that the other teams are getting. And, and you know, how do you keep the guys locked in for 60 minutes of a game? Well, as I told our team, and I've and I kind of said it before to, to some other people, is that if it was one or two players, if it was one or two simple things, you make those changes and you move on. And that's the challenge of coaching and coaching at the uh, – high school and college levels with young men is it's consistency it's it's being sound in what you're doing it's staying focused it's you know gap integrity it's getting where you're supposed to be and um, you know also it's you know because you know and we as coaches got to put our players in in good positions all those things have to come together but some of those big runs are like I say, we, we might have a two guys in a gap. We might have a linebacker overrun something. We may not be able to get off a block on the perimeter. It could be any or all of those, and all of a sudden you're giving up big plays. And and like you said, you've got to be able to eliminate those in crucial parts of games to have a chance to win. Is that something you can pr- you can't really practice that, right? I mean, it's almost like it, 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 you have to hope that instincts kick in during games. Well. A lot of things, I mean, can you scrimmage it and do those? I mean, you work certain things on scout teams, but then you're also getting in certain parts of weeks where, you know, the, the body starts wearing down a little bit. There's almost so much full banging around that you can do, and then next week you play on a short week. And so there's a lot of things that, that, that you try to do. But fundamentally, and you talk about pad level, you work drills, all the things that when they work with their position coach, they transfer into these things. They have to concentrate as they do those that they transfer into the team sessions and then transfer into game game like situations on Saturday, um, 
But, you know, you work on shedding blocks. You work on keeping your outside arm and leg free. You work on blitz tracks and stunt tracks of where you're supposed to be, what gap you're supposed to be in. And, uh, you know, some things happen is that your scout team, you know, very rarely is going to work at the speed of your opponent. So when you see it and it moves and you're and you're running full speed, where exactly is that gap going to be? Are you going to stay there? Sometimes we end up, and then all of a sudden that's how creases happen. That that happens in high school. That happens in pee wee football, and it'll happen on the NFL on Sundays. And that's why they used to big plays all across football. We just have to be more consistent in ours. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to uh, break down the Bulls' Saturday opponent. play at Northern Illinois on Saturday afternoon. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to UB Bulls Football Insider. Hey, Coach Lance Leipold, live on ESPN 1520. Join us at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Hey, it's Paul Santora letting you know we have two great locations. One on Millersport Highway next to the Marriott. One on Transit Road next to Transit Lanes. We've got 60 taps, 66 TVs. All of our food is made to order with the freshest and most natural ingredients. Both locations have live music, Millersport on Friday, Transit Friday and Saturday night. There's no better place to enjoy football and hockey with great drink and food specials for every game. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill since 1927. Four generations strong, the only family to say we are the original. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Great food, great people, great beer. Hello, this is that Kegworks guy for the Kegworks store. Are you sick of that neighbor throwing the best party every year? We have everything you need to kick that guy's party right in the you-know-what. From an extensive line of jello shot supplies to keg pumps, premium cocktail mixers, beer pong tables, and so much more. So get to the Kegworks store at 1460 Military Road in Kenmore, just south of Sheridan. Until next time, this is that Kegworks guy reminding you, go to the Kegworks store. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2016 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $275 per month. Only $275 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. Midweek football returns to UB Stadium on Thursday, October 27th, when the Bulls host Mac rival Akron. Kickoff is 7.30 p.m., but the excitement starts at 4.30, right inside Stampede Square. Don't miss out on the tailgate concert featuring country music star Chris Lane. It's country music, tailgating, and football in your own backyard. For tickets and more information, call 877-UB-THERE. That's 877-UB-THERE. Or visit ubbulls.com. Welcome back to UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, right next to UB Stadium. Here's John Fuller. Fans, did you know that the Blue and White Fund supports over 500 UB student athletes across 20 sports? To learn more about how you can become a member of the Blue and White Fund and support all of our student athletes, log on to BullsBlueAndWhite.com today. All right, Coach. Uh, Next game is this Saturday against Northern Illinois, and Northern Illinois is coming into this game with an, an un-Northern Illinois record uh, from what we've been used to in years past. Uh, they're 1-6, but if you really look at that, this Northern Illinois team, you know they, they are um, probably better than what their record um, projects. Well, without a doubt. I, I think uh, you know, a team that was... Uh and still can get themselves back in, in the race, but they're, you know, they, they said uncharacteristic for them. I think when you look at their schedule and, and uh, you know, maybe one of the more difficult schedules based on had to go to Wyoming, lost in three over.
times an improving Wyoming team, tougher place to play with elevation, things like that. A top 25 San Diego State team came to their place. Um, they went down to South Florida um, and, uh, and, and Tampa and played uh, the University of South Florida, which is a team that last year at the end of the season was one of the hotter teams in college football, very athletic team, and uh, lost their quarterback again at that game. So they've really battled some injuries, and, and you took that. Then, then they're kind of licking their wounds, and, uh, you know, Western Illinois and FCS school comes in and excited and, and uh, you know, kind of puts one away from them again, and then they lose later on. At, you know, then they play Western Western Michigan, top, tw you know, rated 20th in the nation right now, and then Central Michigan in a three-overtime game. So some really good opponents. Um, they're still fighting. They want to try to get themselves back into a bowl, and uh, and I'm sure Coach Carey will have them ready to go this week. Yeah, I was looking at their their schedule, and their opponents this season are a combined 32-7. and seven. So they've had wow. a yeah they've had a they've yeah. had a tough schedule so far so yeah and Rod you know he and he handles it well and and they've been through it but that's a program that you know when when expectations are so high and something doesn't go right it's it it's something there but they're they've battled you know they've played multiple quarterbacks they're doing things but when you look at the skill now that they've settled on a running quarterback they've got one of the better running backs in the league they have one of the better receivers in the league. They schematically do a lot of things that incorporate all of them on a lot of different plays, and, um, and that'll be a big test for our defense. Yeah, speaking of some of their players, uh, Gall their, their run uh, wide receiver Galladay is, uh, leads the MAC in receiving, a really, uh, really stud receiver. Yeah, 49, 49 receptions in, in seven games. They're, besides the catches, they're going to make sure they hand it to him a few times as well. Uh, very confident, big play guy that... that uh, Again, will will be a good uh, a good challenge for our corners and our defense as a whole. Uh, they have a new quarterback this year. Um, what 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 um, you know? What challenges are when you see a quarterback? Uh, it's Anthony Maddie, right? Is their starting quarterback yep. they have, and he, he kind of runs that read option spread offense, uh, which a lot of teams obviously do. But when you, when you when you face a running quarterback like that, they can run and throw. And what what are the challenges there? Well, the the extra the the balance that it occurs because again with an all conference running back and all conference receiver they've got that then they're using you know fly fly motion with it to to give the sweep look as well so they can outflank you in a in a very uh, very quickly when they they time it up really quickly and boom they're going to hand it to him so a lot of times you got to get your outside linebackers outside of the box there to kind of prevent that. Then they may be giving it to the back, and if they don't give it to the back or the receiver, the the, the running back may be the lead blocker then, and, and the quarterback's going to follow it up. So it, it's a it's a challenge for you. Um, it's probably going to be similar to the Kent game schematically and some of the things with the quarterback run, but quite honestly, with a better surrounding crew, then maybe not quite as talented at runner as far as the physicality of Hollywood, but but the but the fact that they've got all conference players um, to, to go around with them is going to really be the challenge. But the good thing is we've seen it enough now. We're starting to see it more and more in different ways that we can defend it. Um, but being consistent and, and, you know, wrapping up and making plays right away are going to be key. Yeah. What is that? I mean, is, is discipline the, the thing you're really teaching these guys this week? Well, it has to be each and every week. You know, I, I think one of the things that we we're trying to get a little better at as well is once we see it, we got to go. We, we, we got to go. We got to get downhill. We, we got to play. It's 
a little bit of hesitation and, and then seeing it and, and, you know, being on the proper angles and, and, and letting it loose and, and going to make it. And I think sometimes that to probably a, a lot of things right now with, with where we're at as a program that we're trying to overcome is is it sometimes that's just confidence. And it's confidence that you can go make that play instead of being just slightly hesitant. Just just let it go. Go make it. And, and if you're going to make mistakes, make them aggressively, not tentatively. And, uh, and, I, and I think our guys will do that. Yeah. Um, defensively and offensively, for that matter, do you feel like if, if the guys just make a few of those plays and, and build the confidence, like, do you think it's like a, a, like flipping a switch almost? Like, okay, we yeah. can do this, and, and, and that's what turns it around? Yeah, and, and, and you know, because the last thing, you know, John, I've, you know, we've tried to do is we've talked through these weeks is that we're not going to, you know, we're, we're not going to make excuses, and, and we, we have to be accountable for what, what's happening and how we're going about it. But you take the Army win, and then if you could have, taken that and not played maybe a power five school the next week as physical and, and where that was with Boston College who knows where that confidence could have could have led yep. early on you know th there's some things there that you wish that type of quarter couldn't maybe catapult you into some other things but we got to find another one that, that gets us to do that and and, and carry that in and, and really start a game and carry it for four quarters if you remember a year ago you know we played poorly and flat at Central Michigan and we're kind of sitting there looking at our wounds of where, where we're at. And then, boom, we played Ohio and all of a sudden the first quarter. And, and we beat one of the better teams in the league. We, we've got to find one of those and, uh, and, and kind of build on that. Yeah. Um, Northern Illinois actually came here last season. And um, this is the second straight year we're playing them. Does that help? A little familiar out, familiarity with, uh, with yeah, the Huskies? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, we go back to a week ago. We hadn't played Ball State. You're not really sure. You're looking on film. I mean, there were parts of their game that, we thought, uh, you know, maybe they're a little better at, I'm talking Ball State, yep. that, um, and then there were th area things on film that you looked at, and you know what, it, maybe it appeared a little faster, a little more physical in some areas than, than maybe we, you know, it wasn't quite the same. So once you've had a chance, one thing we, we found out last year against Northern Illinois, especially with all the success they had, we really thought we came out a little bit on our heels, playing one of the, you know, the team that's, uh, been a premier team in this conference for a long time and i think we kind of we waited that first half we got down a lot then second half we just went out and played and that was one of the nicer things i think rod Carey said is that you know how physical and how well we played the second half against them and that you know we outplayed them now they made a re relax a little bit but we were down eight five minutes to go and had the ball and uh, weren't, weren't able to make it happen but I mean, if, if we can come out with some confidence and, and, and kind of use that from what we learned in last year's matchup, and especially that second half, hopefully we can make that turn to our favor. Well, if I remember correctly, uh, you're going to have a lot of fans in the stands. I know uh, you said you're not, uh, Whitewater is not too far from the DeKalb area, Chicagoland area there, and so yep, you're going to have a lot of friends and family at the game on Saturday? Yeah, all three of my friends will be there. <laughs> wow, you're up to three now. Yeah, That's all great. Three, all three will be there. <laughs> yep. Um, no, uh, yeah, there's, uh, you know, kind of getting a few, uh, you know, a few text messages and things that uh, family that can make it uh, kind of want, are going to get there. I'll, you know, hopefully I'll see, you know, the tough thing is, is that, uh, you know, it's, we're working and it's hard Business and it's hard to, to really see them. But, uh, you know, our family, you know, our, you know, my wife and, and kids are, will get a chance to see some family and friends and that, that that's, that's what's most important. And, uh but it'll be nice. I, I, you know, it's it's nice that people want to make the trip, and um, and, and see us and uh, a lot of great memories and a lot. You know, I guess that's one thing that you kind of look back at is, 
Um, you know, some college teammates and things like that are making it. Some longtime childhood friends, and it just shows that you feel very blessed to have those type of friends in, in my life. Most importantly, is anybody going to be bringing uh, ripping good cookies? That's all I've been hearing R about. Ripping good weeks, cookies. Yeah. I don't know about that, but I, I think there'll be some uh, breaded cheese curds, definitely, oh. and maybe uh, some uh, maybe some bratwurst in the oh. in the parking lot. So if you you know if you're nice to me, um, I may even point you in the right direction. All right. Well, I'll pass on the cheese curds, but I will have a brat if I can get one of those. I'll take yeah. that. All right, well, Coach, well, good luck on uh, Saturday with at Northern Illinois. Uh, when we come back, we're going to uh, meet with, we're going to speak with uh, senior wide receiver Malcolm Robinson, who's having a great season for the Bulls this year. You're listening oh, yes. to UB Football Insider with head coach Lance Leipold, live on ESPN 1520. From U Sports to the NFL, A-Turf Synthetic Grass Fields are helping athletes have fun and perform at their peak. More than 30 Western New York schools and over 400 schools nationwide call A-Turf their home field. It's what the UB Bulls play on and the Buffalo Bills too. A-Turf Titan has the highest safety rating and the longest warranty. A-Turf, optimal performance for athletes, superior value for owners. Learn more at aturf.com. Join us at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Hey, it's Paul Santora letting you know we have two great locations. One on Millersport Highway next to the Marriott. One on Transit Road next to Transit Lanes. We've got 60 taps, 66 TVs. All of our food is made to order with the freshest and most natural ingredients. Both locations have live music, Millersport on Friday, Transit Friday and Saturday night. There's no better place to enjoy football and hockey with great drink and food specials for every game. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill since 1927. Four generations strong, the only family to say we are the original. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Great food, great people, great beer. This month at Town BMW, lease a 2016 BMW 320i X-Drive sedan for $275 per month. Only $275 per month. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville today. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love, love our town. town. From banner raising to buzzer beaters, don't miss another second of Bulls basketball. Get your season tickets today and be part of history as the men's team chases their third consecutive MAC title. He shoots a three. He hits. Oh, yes! Are you kidding me? While the women look to defend there. To Stephanie Reeves, she might be the one to take this final shot. She tosses it. Oh! Good! Oh! Oh! The Bulls have got it! For tickets, call 877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. Welcome back to UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. Live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, right next to UB Stadium. Here's John Fuller. Fans looking for official UB Athletics merchandise? Check out the UB Team Store, the shop located inside Alumni Arena, or shop online at ubbulls.com. All right, we're now visiting with senior wide receiver Malcolm Robinson. Welcome. Welcome to the show, Malcolm. Hey, hey, John. How are you? Doing? I'm doing great, Malcolm. You know, kind of a quiet year to start the season, but really coming on strong. These last couple games, you have uh, in the last two games, you had uh, nine catches for 132 yards and a touchdown. What, what do you think you've done here in the last couple of games to really uh, step up your play? Um, over the last couple of weeks, I've just been pushing myself even harder in practice and just going out there, trying to go out every day uh, with a purpose, just a purpose to get better and intensity to get better. Um, just been trying to motivate the receivers because 
we haven't been having a good year all around, but just trying to just keep motivating everybody. Just go out there and just give it our give it a, um, our all and everything like that. But have I been noticing over the last couple of weeks, me just going out there and practicing what like ten times harder than I already has been, and then helping out a lot in the game, making the game a lot more easy. Yeah, do you feel like you know this is being your senior year? Do you, you you kind of see the end soon? Does that make you work harder? Like this is it? I have I have six more games left. I gotta make them count. Exactly. That's exactly what it came down to. I just start putting stuff in perspective and everything like that. Um, just like wow, like we was talking today. We had a little team meeting. And basically, the season is almost over. So I'm cherishing every moment I have, just creating memories and making sure that I'm gonna give it all I got until that last game. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Talk about, you know, playing with uh, being able to play the quarterback like Tyree Jackson, because I, I, I really, uh, you know, I've been amazed at how well he's progressed. You know, he started off, obviously, you know, a little slow as a freshman, but at least last couple games, I mean, he threw for 300 yards in the last game, and obviously you were a big uh, contributor to that. But just talk about Tyree and, and, you know, how have you ever seen like a freshman quarterback step up and play like he's played? Yeah, I mean, Tari, he's definitely been putting a lot of work in. I just, I love how he's just been progressing and everything. Uh, just in the huddle alone, he's just been becoming more of a leader. You can tell he's just getting way more comfortable with the system, way more play, uh, comfortable with the players and everything. We all we all have a good relationship. Like, everybody on the team is family. So, I feel like as senior receivers, like me and Marcus, and um, we just have to be helping him along, just helping him in the huddle and everything. Like, how he's been voicing up, you can see, he could tell that he's just, Speaking up and having that leadership role, um, just getting, we've been talk, telling him about the deep balls and everything. You know how strong his arm is. Uh, he's been doing a lot, a lot better with that. As you can tell, like he just love every time you get a chance to show that arm strength, he's definitely gonna show it. But we tell him like help him out with a little bit more touch. And of course, Coach uh, Coach Konok, Coach, uh, Coach K, Nike, yeah. yeah, he he definitely been he been helping him out a lot. So yeah. Talk about that arm strength. I, I hear rumors around practice. I want to get it true from a receiver <laughs> that sometimes he throws the ball so hard that when you guys go and use the jug, jugs machines after practice, you ask him to like, turn it up turn as it high up. as oh, it yeah. can <laughs> so it can replicate you know, how oh, hard he throws oh, yeah. the ball. Is most that true? Def, most definitely. We definitely have to turn it up just so we can get used to the balls. Like coming across the middle and everything, He definitely that's when he put the most fire on it. So you just got to get used to it. I mean, over the summer we had numberless, uh, like numerous times just to – Work on that uh, time and everything like that. So it's been, it's been coming along wrong. Yeah, talk about your game uh, specifically. Um, yeah, being a senior, uh, do you take on more of a leadership role in the locker room, maybe among the receivers or among the whole team? Like, talk about you know your yeah, role. Yeah, uh, well, me, I'll, Marcus is more more vocal than I am, but I'll leave by I know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know how Marcus is. <laughs> yeah. Marcus is definitely a goofy one. <laughs> he definitely, he definitely more. Uh, he's take on more the uh, the leader role as for the team, and he's more vocal about me. Like, I, I mean, to make sure that the receivers, I can talk, go talk. It's like a smaller group. Yep. I'm not as vocal, but uh, but I'm definitely trying to, I'm the one that you, like, you can look at to lead by example. I'm going to go out there, I'm going I'm to bust my tail, I'm going to work hard, so uh, everybody can look at me like, all right, he's doing it right. Yep. So that's why I, I always try to do that. My mom always told me to do that. So, like, mentors, everything. So that's why I always try to do it. So, like, at least you can at least look at me. And then if you have a problem, I'll definitely go up to talk to uh to different like different people, make sure that everybody's good. Talk to like even when we uh, this week in practice, like the scout team players. I'm like I'm on them, like this, you know what I mean. I, I'm like I'm like a one on one one on one leader like that. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. like vocal, like outstanding in front of the the team. No, I'm not, I'm not too much of that. But yeah, no, I talk good. Everybody yeah. has a different role in the team. That's yep. that's good. Uh, so you're a native of Canton, Ohio, right? Yes, sir. Home of the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. A lot of people know that. 
Uh, and you went to high school at Canton McKinley High School. Yes, sir. And go dogs. Now, <laughs> that's right. Now, I know what my high school field looked like when I was in high school, and, and they're usually not that nice. But you had the pleasure of playing in Fawcett Stadium where, at that Pro Football Hall of Fame where they play NFL games every year. Mm-hmm. Talk about that experience and, and, and being able to play in that stadium and know some of the other names that have played in that stadium as well. Man, the tradition there at Canton McKinley High School is unreal. I mean, my first – I mean, growing up, growing up, all along, like even when you playing like little pop, uh, pop Warner and everything like that, um, just like that was your main goal. That was like your know, your purpose. Like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna go to, I'm going to McKinley. Like, I'm gonna bust my tail and practice and go to McKinley. And even the coaches use that as motivation in Pop Warner. Like, y'all not playing hard enough. Y'all not gonna be playing at McKinley ball like this. Da, 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 da. So like uh, that used to, it used to give me a lot more motivation. So like, I, I, to my growing up, I knew I was gonna be a dog. So. Just growing up in that, uh, just going to like the Master McKinley games, it was just unreal. Like even the home games, like it was like averaging like twelve thousand. Yeah. Just as like on a just a regular home night, and then the Master McKinley game, it was like averaging thirty. But back in the day, they was even selling out Foster Stadium just for the high school game. It was so crazy. I remember uh, one memory. I remember my most is uh, my sophomore year. I actually started in the Master McKinley game. That was my first Master McKinley game ever. On the, it was on the uh, home sideline, so I was look. I just happened to look over. I was that receiver. I'm looking over at the ball. I remember I just seeing a sea of red and black. It was the craziest <laughs> thing. Ever. I remember my legs were shaking. I was so nervous. But I, I actually had a good game, man. I actually uh, contributed right. Yeah, now playing in that kind of environment, does that does that help you when you get to the college level? Because obviously, oh, yeah. you're, you're, you're you know you're playing in front of big uh, you know big crowds in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, now you should be ready for it oh, yeah, college. Oh, yeah. Uh, my coach, uh, my head coach that was at my high school, Coach uh, Ron Johnson, he did a, some, like, <laughs> fantastic job. It's just how he used to run the program at high school. He ran it like a college. So it was like an easy transition when I got to college. Yeah. Like, everything we had, we had film, we had meetings, we had all of that. And, like, even how the practice structure was, he did the same thing because he came from Miami, Ohio. Okay. At one point, he was down there. I think he was the running backs coach down there. But, uh, he just has him doing that. It's just like when I first got up here, it was just like, I never left. Like, everybody was like, yo, what is meetings, all this, watching film, da da da. Yeah. Like, it was, it was just a way easier transition just because of him. Yeah, and then did I hear that, did you work at the Hall of Fame, or do you guys, like, volunteer oh, yeah. in the Hall oh, yeah. of Fame yeah. as, as, as uh, in high school? Yeah, uh, growing up, uh, well, we were in the high school at McKinley. Um, during the Hall of Fame, we, the Hall of Fame used to come over because, you know, we have a big team and everything. So, yeah. like, we used to have to set up chairs for the ceremony. Um, so you used to have set up chairs. Um, and then you could get into the Hall of Fame for free. We watch like a lot of great like speeches just because you're getting in for free. As you can see, I'm. Uh, I mean, I think the the crazy thing is when I first committed to Buffalo, I ran back home and I actually watched. I remember when I think uh, who was it? I think Shannon Short maybe. Yeah. I think Shannon Short was he was again he he got inducted to the Hall of Fame. And I actually made it back and it was a big thing. But uh, you got to meet him. No, we didn't get to meet. Oh, I didn't okay. get to meet him that day. But yeah. uh, I think the most memorable one was when. It was called Midnight Madness. And Midnight Madness it was like the first day of like actual live contact you can have in Ohio. So we used to do it at midnight. It was whatever day it was. I can't remember. But it was like right before. It was like the weekend of Hall of Fame weekend. Mm-hmm. And I remember we was out for practice right before practice and everything. Um, Marcus Allen, he came out and he came and talked to us. So like it's like it's like a big event. It's like this. Because that practice right there was like the first little lick of football everybody got to see for the weekend. Yeah. Before the game. So everybody used to show up for the city, and then like after that, it was gonna be the Hall of Fame uh, weekend parade, and I was supposed to be in the morning, but it was like at midnight, so everybody come out 
come to the game and then after that you would stay out all night and then you stay up, up for the parade and watch the parade but that was a crazy thing when Marcus Allen actually came and talked to us he gave us some words of encouragement and was just talking to us and just motivated us I remember that was a big it was a big night everybody went out yeah. there and practiced hard that night too. I can imagine that's awesome yeah. to be able to hear from a great like Marcus Allen awesome well Marcus we really appreciate your time uh, joining us on the show and uh, best of luck this Saturday against Northern Illinois we just get yes, that sir. W alright yes sir alright well thanks a lot for listening everybody we're back here uh, on next Tuesday is our next show here uh, from the Football Insider live on ESPN 1520. Thanks and good night, everybody. UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold is presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, co-sponsored by Kegworks and A-Turf, and brought to you by our team UB partners, New Era Cap, Nike, AdPro Sports, WGRZ Channel 2, Pepsi, Town BMW, Comdoc. Go to ubbulls.com for schedules, highlights, and everything Buffalo Bulls. Go blue, go white.